What's up, everybody, and welcome to the newest installment of the Minority Support. As always, I am your head minority in charge, Gus. Happy 2024, and with me as usual for another year is my biracial consigliere, J. Shell. Happy 2024 to everybody. Dude, it's already 2024. How fucking crazy is that? We surpassed like, a lot of movies from the future. Oh, future, uh, future. Future. We surpassed, what, Swindling Green? Uh, Blade Runner, Predator <laughs> 2. Silent Greatest People. <laughs> mm, yeah. People. All right, calm down there, Billy Bob. <laughs> Billy Bob? You, you started doing the whole, like, sling blade thing. No, it would have been... Fren- <laughs> French fried humans. Yeah, French fried potatoes. <laughs> yeah, that gives a new meaning to the word... Uh... <laughs> Franks and beans. <laughs> How's about the beans about the Franks? Uh, uh, no, but anyway, yeah, it's 2024, dude. That can't believe another fucking year has gone by, dude. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. Uh, this is a year where I became a grandfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got another year older. Mm-hmm. Damn. New year, new me, though, right? That's but so I'm fucking sh- cliche. That's, that's so fucking Becky. <laughs> <laughs> but we just came out of Christmas. How was your holiday? It was good. It was really good. Like So uh, my girl and I, uh, we spent uh, Christmas Eve morning with my mom. Whoa, did, you, uh, did your boyfriend know that you were hanging out with her? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> you're the bi one, and you're saying I have the boyfriend? You're my, you're, you're my heterosexual life mate. Yeah, but you're still the bi guy. Bye, 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 bye. Why you always got to bring that up, dude? It's like, a, he's, he's quit beating that drum. Nobody cares. Uh, yeah, but apparently you do. Nobody cares. <laughs> anyway, you keep so you're up saying what you were doing? Yeah, watch it. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so we went to this uh, really nice um, brunch place on Mill Avenue, uh, which is, it was really cool to see all like those new... Um, restaurants pop up but it is a bit of a uh a what do you call it a double-edged sword because those places weren't there when i was going to school there uh but at the same time i would have been too broke to go to those places so i mean it doesn't matter in the long run but you know yeah now you're just a broke adult because yeah, you're going it, out to expensive places <laughs> <laughs> all right what are you gonna do boomer do the whole like you should live beyond your live amongst your needs back in my day you back in your day your, use an abacus pull yourself up by your bootstraps <laughs> It's like, what are these bootstraps you keep talking about? Oh, and that's a, that's another uh, bullshit thing that doesn't even mean what the boomer thinking means. But that's another story. Well, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's an old adage that people wore cowboy boots and they have actual straps on the side so yeah. you can pull them up. You know, when I was a kid, I always wondered what those things were on the side of boots, uh, cowboy boots. Mm. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. But um, but yeah. but yeah, and then uh, we uh, drove down to uh, Tucson and then uh, spent the rest of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with her. Um, with their parents. Tucson, yep. the place people go when they absolutely have to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> it reminds me of a uh, of family guy. Mm. He goes, oh, we're going down to Tucson. No, he didn't say Tucson, but imagine. He goes, yeah. oh, you got friends going, we're going down to Tucson for Christmas. He goes, Brian, are we trash? Yep, pretty much. <laughs> she might be listening, man. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. Well, she's from Tucson, but she moved. She got the yeah. she had the brilliance to get out of there. Yeah, she's like but, exit stage yeah. left, even. But anyway, but no, it was uh, it was nice. Oh God, not, a lot of nice presents there and everything. So yeah, but yeah. see, the problem is your girl bakes. Yeah, a lot. That's not a problem. No, I just did it. <laughs> it is not for the weight conscious. <laughs> uh, but no, honestly, like she's actually like uh, found like a lot of like you know sugar free uh, alternatives. Sugar free don't mean fat free. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it does, man. <laughs> oh, you, Bro, keep, you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> no, my doctor told me. All right, I'm gonna take her word over your ass because <laughs> I keep eating sugar free, but I put on 20 pounds. <laughs> it's like well, there's more to it than that, though. But anyway. But no, like, you know, she's helped me out with like, you know, losing weight and everything uh, because they're all alter- uh, alternatives to like, you know, sweets and everything. You just have to look for them. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. 
No, I mean, there's always a, yeah, like everybody got, and their mother got a new line of uh, fucking soft drinks that are uh, zero sugar. Mm. Yeah, that's the new, the drum everybody's beating. Mm. Uh, it's uh, zero sugar. Now, some of those products are legit. Uh, yeah. Some aren't. Like, you have to be one, you have to watch out for the ones where it's like, a, I think it's called Red 40, um, uh, the uh, ingredient. Yeah. Because that, cause, that causes as much damage as actual, actual sugar drinks. Like, uh, normally we just stick to, like, you know, Coke Zero and everything. Coke Zero is actually um, a lot safer. Hell, it's a lot safer than Diet Coke, honestly. But, um, but yeah, but that was my holiday. How about yours? It was good. It was good. Um, went out of state to go visit uh, the girlfriend's family. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we had an interaction, and I think you had one similar you told me before we started recording. Uh, we got onto... Um, we got onto an elevator at the hotel we were staying, mm-hmm. and I, there was a older lady on there. Of course, mm-hmm. she was older. You know, fuck, they all are fucking boomers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were. Uh, she was. She was sitting there, and she goes, uh, "Well, she was talking to us, blah blah blah." She gets off the elevator, so I mm-hmm. go, "Well, you have a good day, you know, happy mm-hmm. holidays." She goes, "Merry Christmas," all snide like that, right, right, like, right. Uh, like almost, almost like a. It was almost like a spite Merry yeah. Christmas. My girlfriend and I looked at each other like, "Oh, she's that one." Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know you can't say you can't tell people happy holidays anymore. Right, it's offensive to tell them happy holidays because you know it, they're taking out try to they're trying to take the Christ out of Christmas, which is a bullshit. Um, like uh, what's it called? It, it's basically like a whole myth. Like it's like that whole like we want to be oppressed. Yeah, and like 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 they uh, they um, blame Obama for like trying to take Christmas out of the White House. Well, I have he, some people blame Obama for uh for what do you call it for for racism? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this country wasn't racist before Obama. Like, where yeah, the it was. Fuck, where the fuck do you live? No, he didn't create racism. He exposed it because you didn't want to see a black man as president. But no, I had a similar situation with like that one lady. Um, mm-hmm. I went to this one like um, uh, what do you call it? Like you know, um, basically they sell Funko Pops mostly right. and everything. Um, but yeah, so the uh, guy there was like you know, you know, sixty year old like old rocker type and everything mm-hmm. uh we started, you know had good conversation he told me about like you know the celebrities that he's met like who are the good ones who are the assholes and everything and all that mm-hmm. and so um buy my stuff i bought my stuff and everything and then uh he says you know merry christmas so i was like oh merry christmas oh and happy holidays depending on, like you know i'm not sure if you celebrate christmas or not and everything but you know want to be sensitive to like folks who like uh practice like you know um different religions hence different holidays they um that they celebrate. And he says, Oh, I don't believe in that woke shit and everything. Like, you know, if I say Merry Christmas, it's Merry Christmas. You know, this basically this whole spiel of like, you know, I don't, I shouldn't have to say happy holidays and everything. And then he goes like, you know, we all just have to get along. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a Trump supporter or a Biden supporter, you know, everybody's just the same and everything. And that would have some merit, but then again, we live in reality and it's not as black and white as that, you know? Yep. Yeah. So I'm just like waiting to like walk out and everything. And it's almost like that scene from Simpsons where the um, Bart, Homer and Lisa meet Adam West and he's doing his weirdness shit and everything. And they're like, uh huh, uh huh. Back away slowly. Don't Back make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. But yeah. yeah, sure. You're sitting there going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, yeah, whatever you say. I mean, you could just leave it at saying either saying Merry Christmas again or Happy Holidays. Yeah. I, I don't need to hear like your fucking like a uh, spiel. Bro. Well, right. Exactly. Yeah. My thing is, is like, um, like, why do I have to, why, why do you have to explain that? I don't, I don't care. Just, yeah. just go on. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's a, uh, it's just stupid. Mm. They, they recognize, they don't, I don't know if they're oblivious to it or they mm. don't recognize it. Mm. It's like, 
all you're saying is happy holiday. Yeah. It's not that big a fucking deal. Mm-hmm. It's all encompassing. Yeah. You know, the next time somebody tells me that, oh, they're trying to take the Christ out of Christmas. Well, y'all, y'all stole it from the pagans. So, yeah. I mean, because I, I, what I was telling you was that mm-hmm. the according to the, the calendar, mm-hmm. Jesus would have been born in October, mm-hmm. not in December, because mm-hmm. after Christ... You know, the whole A D B C A B C After Colony. <laughs> for the Gundam <laughs> fans. They they uh they they stole the Yule. Mm-hmm. And well it was only ten months prior to the, after the birth of Christ because uh that's why if you look at the numbers, all the first half of the year are named after like different gods. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, uh, Jupiter uh, Saturn, all that shit. Mm-hmm. That well, no, that's Saturday. But anyway, mm-hmm. the first couple of months are named after like gods, mm-hmm. and then starting in because uh, June is the last one, Juno. Mm-hmm. So it's it was uh, the the sixth month was um, was uh, well this this the seventh month. Excuse me. Wow, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Everything up to June, Juno, the sixth month. Mm-hmm. Then it was the seventh month was. Uh, it used to be September because it's septa, which is the, from the Latin derivative for seven, mm-hmm. October, November. If you look at it, they're numbered. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened was uh, fucking Augustus Caesar, see, he extended the calendar so he can include a month for himself. Mm-hmm. So that's August. And then after that, Julius Caesar said, yeah, well, my dick's bigger. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna put in another month in front of yours because mm-hmm. I'm more badass than you. <laughs> a month measuring contest. Exactly. And then, so <laughs> then he put in July. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so the thing is, one, they got the, the, the birth date wrong. Mm-hmm. Two, it, it's if you look at everything, uh, Yule, the, the Yule log, mm-hmm. uh, the celebration of Yule is a part of the winter solstice where pagans celebrated mm-hmm. the winter coming in, uh, cleaning things out, starting a renewed life. So they used to do that. The tree mm-hmm. uh, that people use to decorate, that comes from the pagans. So everything, mm-hmm. uh, the put, even the, the using of red mm-hmm. and white, that all comes from the pagan traditions. Even so, yeah, even the character of a uh, Saint Nick, they try to make it to where their version of Saint Nick is the true one. Like Saint how Nicholas how like they do with like god and everything even though like you know versions of saint nicholas are still in like other countries like denmark yeah. their version of saint nicholas is a lot more baller than ours <laughs> because he rides on a magic goat yeah uh, he looks yeah. like north from uh that yeah, movie. from rise of the guardians yeah. yeah and every every uh nation has like the different traditions and they don't look like santa claus like i know in in uh china i think mm-hmm. it is it's a woman yeah it's a female mm-hmm. and then in africa in africa he's black mm-hmm. believe it or not Speaking of which, did you see uh, the uproar and people getting their butt hurt because uh, Target was selling Black Santa Claus? Oh yeah, and actually that gives that brings me to um, uh, what I was going to bring up yeah. was that the fact that the whole you know whole Christmas is pretty much an example of Christian indoctrination, indoctrination, and, and, and indoctrination. Yeah, yeah. But basically, where they beat it into our heads and to the country's heads is that. Christmas is the one in true religion. Yep. So that's why they always get pissed off when somebody says happy holidays. Why? Because when you say happy holidays, you're that inclusive. means you're inclusive yeah. and you're also acknowledging like the people who don't celebrate Christmas, you know, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Yule, um, Yule and everything. So, yeah. you know what? Starting this year, I'm going to tell that to people. Happy Yule. Yeah. And be like, excuse me. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. right, right. Yeah. And, and it's just like what, um, what's it called? Um, Chris Rock and head of state when he's in the final debate, yeah. he says, they always, you keep saying, God bless America. How about God bless, you know, Jamaica, you know, stabbing Jamaica, not happy Jamaica. God bless China. <laughs> God bless Japan. Like why would God need to bless one country out of all of them? Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's true. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is that a lot of people think because, Oh, uh, we're a Christian nation because, you know, has God bless America and, and God, we trust is on the money. I said, y'all realize 
that motherfuckers came here for religious freedom. Mm -hmm. And now you're trying to tell people our religion is free, yeah. not yours. Mm -hmm. I saw the most obscene thing. It was stupid. Mm -hmm. um, the Good Liars, of mm -hmm. course, they're amazing. Uh, they they went out and they they were asking. Actually, no, it wasn't Good Liars. It was Rebel HQ. Mm -hmm. They went out and they were asking people, well, who do you think Christ would vote for? Uh, and they said, oh, Trump. They did vote for Trump. <laughs> and well, he, the funny thing is, he he literally asked the lady, is it because, oh, because, you know, Christian values and blah, blah, blah. Speaking mm -hmm. of Christian values, I'm going to say that. I'm going to hit on something for that real quick. Mm -hmm. um, he uh, uh, he told her, but Biden is Catholic. He goes to church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, but but he, he you have to live your life like Christ. I was like, I was thinking to myself, going, do you realize what you're saying? Mm -hmm. So the the porn star paying, dry humping, mm -hmm. wife cheating, uh, mm -hmm. sex offending because mm -hmm. it's on it's in court now. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. sex offender. Uh, he holds your Christian values. Biden, who's been married twice and once because his wife passed away, and it even took him a long time to and, get remarried. And it was only with his business the same woman since the 1970s. Mm -hmm. Uh, and goes to church every Sunday, whether he's serving in office or not, mm -hmm. he's not well, upholding Christian values. They said the same thing about Obama. They actually said that Obama, who is married to the same woman he has been since for like 30 years, has two lovely daughters, yeah. goes to church, yeah. um, is always like, you know, giving of others and everything. They mm -hmm. call him the Antichrist. Well, because be, because he's Muslim. Yeah, <laughs> he's Muslim and, and Michelle's a man. Yeah, yeah. you didn't know man, that. Conservative fan fiction's yeah. wild. Well, well I, I got that off of www.trustmeiknowabro.com. On on Prager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they also did the same thing with uh with Hillary Clinton, like yeah. on uh, the Daily Show. I yeah. for, I think it was Jordan Klepler. He was um, interviewing that one bishop who was mm -hmm. a total fanboy for Trump, oh, God. and uh, he blamed Hillary for Clint, uh, for Bill cheating on her. And she said, you know, she's not living her life to the sign of the Lord and everything and all that. And then Jordan's like, uh, she actually ran Bible study when she was um, in, in while she was in the White it, House. While yep. she was in the White House. Oh no, no, yeah. when she was the first lady of Arkansas. Right. Yeah, I remember. I saw that one. Yeah. yeah and the guy's like, so. Yeah. He literally said so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you serious? He's <laughs> like, what the? He's like, oh, I like Trump because he holds up Christian value. Name me one Christian value yeah. you got. He was. They were interviewing him and and, and they asked him, mm. what's your favorite Bible verse? Oh, oh there's so many. There's so many. Yeah. I don't did, like to just you know pinpoint yeah, one. Yeah. He did well, the whole. Yeah. He yeah. did the whole like I I didn't read the book and I have to do a book report right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well. What can you say about the book? Pfft, what can I say about the book? Oh my God. It was yeah. just so much going on. Yeah. You know how you could always catch somebody out there like that? Mm -hmm. Like every time I see it, the good liars do it. Jordan Klepper does it. A bunch of them. Mm -hmm. the conservatives go, well, I love what Donald Trump, all the policies he had and what he did for the country. He goes, okay, well name one policy that he did that, you know, mm -hmm. he goes, Oh, I mean, there's so many. There's so, I can't, there's, I can't think of one. That's right a stall tactic. Yeah. 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 No, they can't think of one yeah, yeah. or they'll go, Oh, Biden has done so much corruption and yeah. so much bad things. Oh, well, name mm -hmm. something that he did. Mm -hmm. Oh, pff, oh, there's so many. I just can't. There's so many examples. I just can't even come up with one. Yeah. There's so many examples. I can't come up with you know one. You know what's funny is that um, when they try to pin uh, the, drone, the uh, drone strikes on Obama and everything as like the worst thing he's done. Yeah. And it's like, aren't you the same motherfuckers after 9-11? You say we should go into the Middle East and bomb all those motherfuckers. Yep. Well, here's the funny part about that. Uh, and one last thing, and then I'm going to get into something that you're going to find funny. Yeah. Uh, right now, it, I, I tell people, well, name something 
All right. Uh, that name a policy because they go uh, Trump's policies were so amazing. Mm-hmm. Name one Trump policy. The name of the policy. Mm-hmm. The policy. I don't want you to say border wall, gas, eggs, and milk mm-hmm. because he had nothing to do with any of that. Mm-hmm. Name me a policy. The actual name of a policy. They can't. There's none. Nope. Yeah. No. Because but right now, and you know how the whole thing. Oh, the price of gas. Boom, boom, boom. They're just beating that dead horse. Yeah. Right now, the United States, and this should tell you the corruption of the companies. The Dow Jones. Right, last mm. week or two weeks ago, no, a couple of weeks ago, ended at the highest it ever has in history. Mm-hmm. People's four hundred one k's have doubled. Mm-hmm. We are now pumping more oil because you know Trump's new thing. Oh, from day one, drill, mm. baby, drill, drill, mm. drill. Oh yeah, yeah, we're drilling right now more oil than any country has ever have in the history mm. of the world mm-hmm. right now. So what he wants to do is win the election. Go see day one. Drill, drill, drill. Mm-hmm. All me. It's like, motherfucker, what? Well, his, his presidency wasn't for the people. It was an ego boost. Oh, and also the people so. and the people um, that voted for him was because yep. they shared his... He, he hates the same people that they hate. Well, the first yeah. election was for him, uh, you know, his own ego. Yeah. This one is about staying out of jail. Oh, yeah. This one's all about staying out of jail. Yeah, yeah. Because he's going to... Dude, even Nikki Haley, mm-hmm. yeah, she's the closest thing that he has to competition and not even really. Mm-hmm. She said that, oh, what she would do if she wanted, she would pardon Trump. Mm-hmm. If he got convicted, she would pardon him because, oh, the country doesn't need an eight, almost 80-year-old man going to jail and getting him the attention. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the ones, the people that go, oh, Trump lives rent-free in your head. Mm-hmm. I was like, you you just like them people who don't know what woke means. Yeah. When someone lives rent-free in your head mm-hmm. means that they're no longer... In your life, Mm -hmm. and they're no longer part of the lexicon, but Mm -hmm. you're constantly still talking about them, Mm -hmm. like Hillary with your emails. Yeah, yeah. you know that that one, or that's living with his um, that's living rent free in your head. Yeah, if Donald Trump's every day talking out his ass, Mm -hmm. he's every day on the news, he's every day in the press. He's relevant. He's relevant. He's current. You can't say they're living rent free in your head. Right, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, mean, like conservatives always like to misuse uh, idioms. Yeah, like woke. Yeah. Woke. Oh, you you woke. I yeah. said, so I'm not asleep? No, yeah. no, no. I, I'm awake. You woke. I was like, what? That don't make any goddamn sense, dude. Then again, none of, this, none of anything they say nope. makes goddamn sense. But one thing I wanted to tell you about was mm-hmm. something that's trending right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag Donald Trump stinks. Yeah. Uh, or or <laughs> Trump, Trump, Trump smells. Stinkgate. Smellgate. Smellgate. So yeah. what happened was a few years ago, I mean, uh, what's her name? Kathy Griffin had talked about it. But mm. since she got, quote unquote, canceled because she took a picture with a severed head of Donald Trump. And they're the same people that um, held effigies of like um, Obama's like, you know, corpse and oh, everything. They're the ones yeah. that say hang Mike Pence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, Adam Kinzinger. Uh, the dude that was a uh, senator or congressman, I can't, I can't remember. He was a lawmaker. He was a congressman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, he, uh, he was being interviewed by Midas Touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the Midas Touch. Love those guys. You anyway, got the Midas Touch. <laughs> he, uh, he, he was being interviewed by them, and he said that Donald Trump uh, smells. Mm-hmm. He goes, he stinks. He goes, <laughs> again, this is what he said. Mm-hmm. He goes, he smells like arm. If you mix armpits, ketchup, a butt, and makeup. <laughs> Put it into a blender and bottled it as a cologne. I, I love the fact that he used ketchup. Out of all the condiments, <laughs> ketchup. That specific one. Ketchup. Yeah. It's like, well, because you know ketchup, it, if it gets like, I don't know, it has that that weird salty, smelly taste yeah. if you let it like sit yeah. for a long time. It has a weird odor to it. You know what I would have said? Uh, Milk. Milk is 
smells yeah. nasty as fuck. Yeah. No, no, but he means that like almost yeah. bitter smell. Like, like you know, it, it, like it leaves an aftertaste. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, he, you're you're offensive to all five senses. Wait, what? Yeah, you know, you you have that stink that you can actually taste it. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, like if you think about it. Uh, Trump is offensive against all five senses. So yep. let's see. So <laughs> taste, you have poor taste if you support him. Um, well, like taste sight. is a, he, like you can taste him. Yeah. Hear him, yeah. Well, sight, he's just a horrible looking person. Like he has like, you know, awful like hair. His like, Wait, I've seen the NFTs. He's buff. He's, like, he's, <laughs> he's he on only, Rambo's body. He, he, only, fought, he, he fought Apollo Creed. He only weighs 215 pounds. <laughs> and one cheek. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but yeah, he's awful to look at with like his, you know, butler from Scary Movie 2 hands. His his like bad Little tie hand. job and everything. Wasn't his um, name Little Hand? I forgot his name. He's played by yeah. Chris Elliott. But yeah. you were saying? But also, um, he, he's horrible to hear because he's a blithering idiot. Right. Um, what are the other senses? Um, so we did sight, taste. T- you don't want to touch him because but, oh, you'll no, get that stink no. on him. Well, shit, his wife don't even want to touch him. Right. You see, I love that one where she tried to hold his hand. She's like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> uh, that's or, one of my favorite ones, dude. Or like when um he's like looking at her and she's like the fake smile. And oh, then yeah. when he looks that way, and he's like, like Ugh. <laughs> no, dude, okay. One of the... Recently, it comes something similar. I was watching uh, mm. an old clip of Michael Che, and when uh, they showed Michelle Obama at mm. his uh, inauguration, oh. and she's got that look on her face. She goes, "She looking at you like, mm. Mm. dude, <laughs> that made me crack up because you know, you know what, you she know, got, she you got know, that auntie look. Yeah, mm. I know that auntie look. You know, <laughs> but um, but you know what was great about just real quick about mm-hmm. oh, um, Michelle because she always goes like full out glam mode and right. everything, where she goes and everything. It's just like you know that's you know one of the awesome things about her is her drip. I mean, she had black lady with money of course she got drunk mm-hmm. yeah. but uh but that she was like i ain't gonna fix my hair for this asshole i ain't gonna you know flex out right. I'm, I'm here because i i'm here because i don't want to be here like i'm obligated like you know we have to do our duty as f- former first lady and for and um right. and former president so yeah but when uh biden his inauguration she went full out like the hair was on point mm-hmm. the you know the the suit the coat it was like true obama so yeah and then uh this goes back to what kathy griffin when i was saying that kathy griffin said it too Mm -hmm. uh she's quoted to say she was never on his show but Mm -hmm. because her dear departed friend joan rivers was on it she hosted Mm -hmm. one of the competitions like one of the the contest yeah so she got to spend the day with liza minnelli and uh Mm -hmm. and joan rivers so Mm -hmm. she did it and she goes that uh gay man's fantasy she says she (laughs) she was trying to avoid him and the rest of his family trying Mm -hmm. to stay away from him but he goes she was trying to stay away from him because donald has a distinct smell that doesn't really get enough press it's like body odor with a kind of like scented makeup product you can smell hair products even outdoors (laughs) (laughs) oh god and then she goes and that's going easy on him and she put a vomit emoji (laughs) but yeah dude so apparently he stanks and Mm. um he, was it uh he he uh, Donnie Stank? <laughs> yeah, somebody was talking about um, Pierce Morgan even yeah. chimed in on it. Oh, okay. But if Pierce Morgan, who's Pe- Pierce an Morgan, obs- who's an absolute you know garbage human. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. He said it's quite. He sells. He smells like it's quite expensive aftershave, but not overly done. Just a little gentle aroma, like the high karate or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I love you. And then there was another dude. I I'm trying to find his quote. Uh, that he uh. He, he said that he went to a steakhouse back in the 80s mm-hmm. in 1983 
and uh, Trump was asked to leave because, and this was before Adam Kinzinger said anything, because mm-hmm. Trump was asked to leave because a couple of tables were complaining that he smelled offensively. Mm-hmm. So they asked him to leave the steakhouse. Oh. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, you can, he goes, it, it, you can't blame it really on him being like almost 80 years old because there are some older people as they get older, but they just have a distinct odor. Yeah, but like goes, 83, but this was 80, 83 when he, he was, was like 40s, 40s and yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> but also here's the thing, like a steakhouse has a strong aroma of like their food and food, everything. Well, yeah. Yeah. If you can overpower steaks, uh, you know, steak smell with your own stank, yeah. we have a problem. Yeah. My favorite one was there's a uh, former, cause you know, the show, the apprentice that he's always bragging about. show in history. One of the staffers said that Donald actually smelled like soiled diapers. Mm-hmm. Because what happened was that he used to we- he wear diapers. They he, they even had a guy they his head they had a staffer that would have to change his diaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that um that his nickname for him was wet wipes <laughs> because it, it, his job he had a shitty job. <laughs> Dude, I I feel I feel for that guy. Yep. Like imagine you're you thought going, you, you thought you had a crap job. I'm saying you beats retail. <laughs> I'd rather go back to GameStop. Right. <laughs> but imagine, okay, you graduate from high school, you go to college, you graduate, get your degree, and what's the first job you get is literally cleaning up someone's shit. I don't think Mike Rowe would want to have a I, job like that. I used to see the guy going, I went to fucking Harvard for this. Right. <laughs> That's because Yale didn't want him. No, no, but it's so funny, dude. Yeah, so he said that, yes, Donald Trump does wear a diaper. Mm-hmm. He goes, and this happened in the early 2000s, but they said that even from the 90s he was wearing them because there's a WWE pay-per-view mm-hmm. with the one where Bobby Lashley... Oh, the Ballad uh, of the Billionaires? Yeah. Omaga. When, when oh, Trump gosh, yeah. throws him down on the ground and jumps on top of him, mm-hmm. there's a, if you screenshot it, mm-hmm. he's where you can literally see the outline of a diaper. You can <laughs> see it. It's not his but dunk No. Dunk. <laughs> well, the thing is, there's rumors back in the, in the uh, 80s that him and Epstein used to... <laughs> You know, you mean, little, little nose candy. You mean the cocaina? The cocaina. Yeah. He was, he was friends with Pablo Escobar. Right. Yeah. And so, but for me, I think it's more Adderall mm-hmm. uh, because that's he uh, mm-hmm. like they, they grind it up and they snort it. Yeah. Because if you watch him in interviews, if you watch it for more than five minutes, all you mm-hmm. hear is. Yeah. <laughs> Every other fucking sentence, mm-hmm. and uh, Christopher Titus did a great compilation of it. It's almost a minute long, and it's different times he's talking. Oh, you hear? Mm-hmm. Because well, of like you know what's it called? Like you know they uh, you know as you know like you know when you do, when you snort Adderall, snort cocaine or whatever, mm-hmm. like you know your septum is completely fucked. Oh, you get you fuck it all up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was I was watching a uh, botched, yeah. and one of the doctors goes, "Did you do a lot of cocaine?" He was at, and they're like, "What?" I and mean, they're like, I, "Hell yeah!" And I'm no, like, no. "Well, yeah, you see, because yeah, I can tell because the nose gets all fucked up inside." But they're trying to be coy about it. Yeah. Yeah, and then also, uh, not only that, the dude said, yeah, he had an Adderall addiction. He goes, it, he, it would it would escalate when he get mad. Mm-hmm. Like, they put a, a word into the script that he couldn't say. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the word off the top of my head. No, he got mad, mm-hmm. and he got mad. He goes, the writers are setting me up. They're setting me up. And he, he, he said, <laughs> you heard him loudly devoid his bother. <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, there you go. What? So he gets so pissed off, he shits himself. Yep. That's like fucking like. Imagine like Herman Munster, like oh darn, darn. <laughs> but I just love the fact that okay, so he once flexed about it. he knows all the best words. I know all the big words. Yep. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a genius like that. And yet he's saying you're trying to set me up by making you say words. Uh, uh, he's not only a genius, he's a stable genius. Oh, well, you have to say that you're stable. Yeah. Dude, there's a video of him. I don't know if you ever saw it with Angela Merkel, mm-hmm. the Prime Minister, oh, Prime Minister of, of Ge- Germany. Or Chancellor of uh, Germany. Chancellor of Germany. Yeah. yeah they, they're sitting there, and you could audibly hear 
Wow. You hear it. You hear him. It, they said it's a fart. I was like, no, that's, that's a, a shart. <laughs> like, if you hear the bubbling, <laughs> yep. yeah, bro. And his son is even bigger coke fiend. Yeah, because I, I, I've hung out with. I've never, honestly, hand to God, you know, I'm gonna lie. Yeah, I've never done coke in my life, but I know people who have. I mean, like and, you were in New York in the yeah. yeah, and you know that jaw thing that he does. Yeah, yeah. the whole jaw like, moving underneath, like a whole like it's almost like not like lock jaw, but like spaz yeah. jaw. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they talk out the side of his face like yeah, this. Yeah. That's. So typical of a coke user. Well, also his so nostrils. Typical. His yeah. nostrils are like flared up. We're talking like you know Bender and Breakfast oh, yeah. Club uh, I mean, flared up. And have you seen his fucking rants that he sometimes has on video on like fucking? Oh, my father is the most honest man I yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're making him sound like the two weeks later from Total Recall. I mean, that's what he sounds like. <laughs> 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 and then don't get me even started on his fucking self hating Puerto Rican girlfriend slash fiance. Oh, wife. You, you mean Rita Repulsa? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what was it? The best well, well, dude, you know what's funny is that they uh, they showed that you know before like all that she actually was a stable person. She had a good job. She had a good husband. She was married to the governor of California, right? Well, he wasn't the governor at the time, but right? And that, she actually looked like a normal person, dude. She looked good. She actually looked like Anne Hathaway. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, what what, what happened? The fucking cult. The, the Trump the, cult. No, man. the coke. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the, how you said the cocaine. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I just thought that I find that funny hashtag Donald stinks or yeah. Trump stinks. Right. Yeah, Stink I wanted to get to some shit with Lauren Boebert, but yeah, but she we going long and no, she's just she moved districts because uh, mm-hmm. she knows she ain't gonna win the election if she right. stays in the district she's in, mm-hmm. and is sad and pathetic. So it's like one of those where those kids go, oh yeah. They, you know, the kid, the mm-hmm. or the the team that knows they're gonna lose, yeah. Uh, that the the game, and they mm-hmm. go, well, we're just gonna go play against these other people that, yeah. aren't as good. But that other, <laughs> but the other team saw how much you suck. Yeah. So it <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah. matter what districts you go to. Like you've exposed yourself as like a total hypocrite who likes to jack off guys and during Beetlejuice. Yep. It, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it's kind of like when they when uh, I forgot what movie was it where the adults went to go play like little kids and they're like, like yeah, we won. I'm like, dude, it's, they're twelve. Bro, calm down. Was it bench warmers? No, 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 not bench warmers. That was the opposite. But anyway, yeah. but yeah, she she wants to go to a more conservative district mm-hmm. that is higher uh, in Republicans because they have a current Republican congressman that he said he's retiring. He's not mm-hmm. going to, you know. So these all these fucking vultures are coming in to try to bit win his seat. Mm-hmm. And so she's not going to run in the district she's currently in because she only won by 600 votes the last time. Mm-hmm. So with uh, Copperfield Gate, <laughs> uh, and then the divorce thing with her mm-hmm. husband, mm-hmm. uh, that psychopath. So, mm-hmm. so that whole thing is just blowing up in her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, dude, it, it's it, these simpletons become Congress people. It's like, I don't understand how people support them. Honestly, the bar has been lowered so low <laughs> that anybody can be like, have a seat of power and that's fucking scary. Oh yeah, it yeah, absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, it just reminded me of, um, we remember back in 03 uh, when Gray Davis, um, what was it? Was like pretty much like uh, pulled out of power when he was yeah. governor of California. And this was before Arnold became a governor. Oh, you mean when Mary Carey, porn star, Mary ran, Carey, ran, ran for fucking, fucking governor? Gallagher, uh, who else? Gary Coleman. Yeah, but see, they didn't win. Nobody took them serious. That's right. the difference. Mm-hmm. Like there have been actors that have been politicians that were taken serious and they just mm-hmm. did it so they can help people like Schwarzenegger in California. Mm-hmm. Which he they, did a great job. He yeah. did. Then Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. when he was the mayor of Carmel, then uh, Jesse Ventura in yep. Minnesota. He mm-hmm. was first the mayor of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Then became the governor of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So there have been people who have taken it serious. Yeah, Donald Trump didn't take it serious. Nah, no, no. Honestly, it was it was a fuck you because yeah. I remember um, 
it, it all and, and this is where the villain origin story came from. It was when uh, Obama roasted him at the oh, um, the, the, the correspondence fucking, dinner. Yeah, yeah, where, and uh, it was birth right, certificate. Yeah, it was like during the their the whole like you know birther thing and everything. And I, so you oh when you see Obama just land in on him and then you see dude, that for a good shot, almost ten minutes. Oh yeah, and you see that shot of Trump just like. So pissed off. You, you see him turning red, dude. That he is, went from orange to red. Right. That should not be a motivation to be president of the free well, world. Because he has he ha, he's such a narcissist that mm-hmm. if you make fun of him, that he's going to try to throw money at the problem to see if he can show you. You yeah. know, like the my favorite one of that roast was when mm-hmm. um he goes, "There's an actual video mm-hmm. of my birth." <laughs> and was, like, we're going to go ahead about. and play it. It was now be careful. I mean, this is the show that proof that I I was born. And they do hear, they show the beginning of Lion King. I'm like, that is gold. I was like, dude, Obama is the man, bro. See, you know what? That's like, that's like what's being smart about your criticism. Instead of going on Twitter, just going like, they suck. They have the worst ratings. Just roll with it. Well, you know what the thing is? The 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 fact that you can tell right here is where you know how Trump supporters say that mm. his cult members say that he has thick skin and he's this alpha whatever. Mm. Oh, he's the thin skinned bitch. Only during his presidency where there's not a uh the press uh junket, the press mm. dinner mm-hmm. that they have every year. Mm-hmm. You know, the presidential press dinner where they yeah, roast yeah. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the correspondence dinner. Correspondence dinner. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have it during his presidency. Oh yeah, because he wasn't gonna allow people to roast mm-hmm. him. He wants to be on that Kim Jong Un level where everybody goes, "Oh, the great leader is so amazing." Mm-hmm. Don't nobody can ever say anything bad about him. See, and that's he, what he wants to be. See, which is funny because he did the Comedy Central roast about him. However, yeah. the difference was those were comedians, and now these are like uh, comedians as well. I as think well. the difference was he got paid for the roast. That's true. That's what, they yeah. told him, "Hey, we're gonna roast you, but we're gonna pay you." Mm-hmm. And he's like. Sure, because that motherfucker will do anything for a dollar. True, bro. Come mm. on now, he'll, mm. you know he'll let boot and bend him over for a dollar, mm. well, or even for free. Let's face it. <laughs> anyway, so let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back. Head into our uh, discussion. The future is now. The future is in the cloud. Cloud computing. What's cloud computing? Imagine a computer you share with everyone. Imagine your private data spread around the world, being shared equally with everyone. It's the cloud. I'm It's utopia. Nothing can possibly go wrong. Imagine instead of your own computer, it's a giant one we all share together. Your data is safe. It's in the cloud. Everyone's in the cloud. Live life surrounded by the mists of time with Cumulonimbus Computing. The cloud is hard to describe. You can't see when you're in it. And when you get close, it disappears. Where'd the cloud go? Now, when your data is damaged, you don't need to fire the IT department. You can fire the internet. You're fired, internet. We've taken the metaphor to extremes because when you're in the cloud, lightning won't strike. It's Cumulonibus Computing. I'm really in the clouds. You're in the clouds now. What's up, everybody? Thank you for still hanging out with us. So we want to talk about the year in review, kind of what we had going on. We're going to talk about TV, movies, shit like that. Uh, for me, the, the movie that hits me mm-hmm. for this year was, um, it was actually one that we saw not so long ago. It was called Kate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I know it's not a big, I know it's from 2021, the movie. Yeah. Uh, but it was really good. It's the... Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mary Elizabeth yeah. Winstead. She starred yeah. as a character named Kate. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too much into it, but it stars her, Woody Harrelson, and this young um, 
a Asian American actress mm-hmm. where they she plays like a hit woman. Yeah. Uh, and it's this is like her final mission. I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want people to get spoiled if they want to watch it. But mm. it, it's really good. The action scenes yeah. are very well done. Yeah, it's in the vein of a uh, John Wick. It is, like, is yeah. but it's it's more co- closer to because uh, we got on this trip, my girlfriend and I, for yeah. a bit, mm. uh, not in a bad way, mm. watching. Uh, the femme fatale that's what brought up our yeah. topic of the last one mm-hmm. the kind of femme fatale action girls movies right. uh this the girls one, of guns like genre. right yeah it was this one then we watched uh, po- uh gunpowder milkshake mm-hmm. uh ava mm-hmm. then we watched uh lou yeah uh lucy seems mm-hmm. like they all have women's names don't they right just yeah. a little just a little <laughs> then salt which right. actually was her name the only one is, yeah. is atomic blonde is probably mm-hmm. not the only is the only one that doesn't but yeah but but, no, yeah. but this one was a little different because there's a story mm-hmm. it's not just the action mm-hmm. like there's a real story about it you know what it kind of reminded me of a mm-hmm. little bit mm-hmm. um that movie with jason statham um crank yeah it's kind of in that vein a oh, little so like, bit yeah because I, I i saw the movie as well and everything right. but it's that whole like you have like a short amount of time because yep. she's poisoned and everything. Blowing it for people, dude. That's the main plot line, dipshit. <laughs> no, it is, but no, yeah, she gets poisoned, and then she has only X amount of time to like to, crank, yeah, yeah. avenge me, right? Yeah. And but yeah. there, and there's some swerves in it that was pretty good too. Yeah, but no, it was awesome to see Mary Elizabeth Winstead in a full action role, and she she's always had the chops for it. Yeah, and it's cool to see her in a physical role because, like, you know, she's she was a dancer too. Yep. So she was able to actually like you know perform like the stunts and everything. Oh, the scene where she fights the dudes inside like the. Uh, like the the restaurant, mm-hmm. it's it's like a Japanese house, mm-hmm. you know, where just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that so fucking badass, yeah. dude. But like, but yeah, like the action was John Wick esque because it was that like you know no quick cuts, yep. no editing, no. like barely any editing. Like you saw like long takes, yep, and you got to see the actor, you know, get Fighting. to show off their training. Yeah. Now yeah. with me, it's um, it, it was great. What I think when I saw this, what I thought was uh, it's funny because again watching all these girl action movies mm-hmm. like uh, Gunpowder Milkshake with what's her name um. Oh, uh, Karen Gillan. Karen, Karen Gilliam, but mm-hmm. then her mom is played by, oh, the, Carla Gugino. The, no, 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 uh, Lena Headley. Lena Headley. Yeah, oh, yeah. she's always just mm-hmm. gorgeous. But Carla Gugino is too. Mm-hmm. Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh yeah. and the, the queen, Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. I don't normally like calling people queens, but she's a queen. Oh, she's queen. Uh, yeah. So, the, and the movies is good. Mm-hmm. But what I think, what I, when I was watching this, you know what would be great? Mm-hmm. If they did a uh, kind of sequel-esque mm-hmm. to The Professional, but now Matilda. Oh, with Natalie Portman coming yeah. back. Yeah, that'd be and dope. Matilda's grown. Well, there have been like talks of like that'd be a, great. of like a, a follow up to Leon, where Natalie Portman comes back as Matilda, and she's a hit woman just like Leon is. Right. And um, uh, what's his face? He he died, but um, he he played like a uh, Leon Tandler. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Do the Right Thing. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about Danny Aiello. Yes, yes, yeah. him, and he was going to be her handler, like yeah. how he was for a. Uh, for Leon, well, they yeah. should, they could just do it. They they bring in his kid yeah. to be her handler. Mm-hmm. Not that he, not his. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, he did have kids. That, it yeah. could be James Gandolfini's son. Oh, Michael Gandolfini. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be dope. That'd no. be cool. But anyway, so yeah. and then as also, I think they should do a Kill Bill. Uh, and I thought it's. I told you. I showed you this thing where Zendaya yeah. would mm-hmm. be. Uh, uh, Vivica Fox's daughter, Nakia. Yeah. yeah. Nakia. And yeah. then bring in Yuma Thurman's actual daughter mm-hmm. because she had a kid in the movie. Right. Her actual daughter, um, yeah. what's her name? Oh, Maya Hawk. Maya Hawk. Yeah. That would be, I would watch the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know, at, and at first I was like, well, you know, it'd be cool if they brought back the actress who played BB because she still yeah. acts. Right. However, 
now because Maya Hawk's a bigger name with Stranger Things and all right. that, and also she's Uma's actual daughter, right. so that gives a lot more um, authenticity, yeah. yeah, believability, and yeah. and also um, Zendaya is a big name now, yeah. So it would be great. Mm. My, I think my my story behind it would be like she does come back for revenge. However, mm-hmm. it turns out then they have to rebuild the. Uh, what do you call it? The divas. The, the right. Yeah. And then she look, she could look at him and go, this time I'm Black Mamba. <laughs> and then you hear the yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I'd, shit, I'd be behind that. Right on. But anyway, so yeah. that was my movie, dude. Yeah, so, it was yeah. Kate. I, I recommend people watch it. Yep. So it was tough for me because there was a lot of good ones. Shout out to Barbie, Mario Movie, Guardians and all that. Those are all good. Yep. Those are and all of good. course, Across the Spider-Verse. But the one that I was so excited for was John Wick Chapter 4. Because I've been a fan of the series since the first movie. Right. And I am so grateful for it, for what it's done for action. Because mm-hmm. before John Wick, we lived in the Bourne style of movies, which was like shaky cam, quick cut, all that horse shit. Do you mean the Bourne style movies? Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. And so John Wick comes in and, you know, shows the action off. And like no quick cuts, no over editing. It was able to show it. And it's like, you know, once one take. We get to see Keanu do all of his own stunts and everything. It was dope. And along with the great action was this really awesome world building. Right. You know, it started out just like, you know, okay, like they're a league of assassins. Uh, but then it starts to grow, it starts to show how much its influences. And also there is a hierarchy. And so with each movie, the world was being built more and more. And also with the Continental TV show, the Continental is like a prequel to the John Wick series, which helps build its world and everything. So with um, John Wick 4, uh, I love that each movie got bigger and bigger. And not just in world building, in stunts, but also in cast. Uh, so what I appreciate about the Wick movies was that it made martial arts stars cool again. Because, you know, in the recent years and everything, they've always been taken for granted. They have never gotten, like, you know, the, um, the spotlight or they're just side characters. With this one, you know, you had martial arts stars like Donnie Yen, right. Hiroyuki Sanada, um, Marcos War, Scott Atkins, just like all these badasses who, not, and also actually had some really good roles in this movie. It wasn't just a, okay, they're there for five minutes and that's it. Right. Like Donnie Yen was like almost, he was like the MVP. Well, you know? my, my only issue with the, with the John Wick movies, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. them, uh, is that just like Fast and Furious created a, a, uh, a little, a little fucking community of oh I have a you know I can be like Vin Diesel I can be buying their little fucking yeah uh, it it gave murder fantasies to all these dudes that are like oh you know if eight guys come at me I'll oh, you I'll shoot them all I'm like okay calm down dude honestly man that's the nature of the beast though I like know. I mean like John Wick's not to blame Fast and the Furious is not to blame it's just those meatheads that you know can't tell different be difference between fantasy and reality yeah, yeah. Uh, as you always like to quote fictional characters i'm saying it's like <laughs> it's like do you do you know that's fake right that's that's like the i showed you that video of that one dude in his backyard where he has a bunch of bobs around him yeah yeah, yeah. and he's like stabbing them with knives and shooting guns like yeah i like bro if you were surrounded by that many dudes you'd be dead oh yeah, yeah. 30 seconds dead yeah they're not gonna wait in a in a line i'm saying <laughs> they, okay they live in that fantasy fact uh fiction world where uh, they think one guy at a time is going to come at them yeah and the other ones will wait mm. like no dude his his friend would be right behind you bust a cap in the back of your head and be like, right. oh, look at that he died and honestly it's fun <laughs> it's uh it's ironic that you bring that up because the john wick series actually prides itself in being realistic right. so when you see him fight 
Like he's trying to be as quick and effective as possible. Same thing with the gunfights and everything. Like they're all like they put a lot of work into not only look making it look cool, but also like realistic with a little bit of like, you know, fantasy, uh, a little bit of fantasy. But at the same time, it's still believable that they're going to go all after him as opposed to just waiting in line. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just it's that, then they just live in that fantasy world. Yeah. But no, that's uh, that's my pick uh, for that. And right like the the next movie um, is Ballerina starring uh, Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. Yep. And that's a spinoff because as shown in John Wick 3, um, they're at the um, academy or like basically like, the, you know, right. the over, or the um, house that he grew up in. Their red room. Their, it's basically the red room from yeah. Black Widow. You know, you have the guys who are training in Sambo and you have the ladies training uh, ballet. They train how to dance? Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> pretty much. Samba? Sambo. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe Samba. We don't know. Anyway. But yeah, but yeah so, um, and, but yeah, so I'm excited for that movie. But yeah. John Wick Chapter Four is my uh, pick for 2013, uh, 2023. Almost nice. like 2013. 20, whoa, 2013. <laughs> yeah, you're going back in time. We're going back in time. We have Marty McFly. <laughs> anyway, so TV shows. Yes, there was a lot of TV shows that we binge watched. I mm-hmm. mean, I enjoyed a lot of them, like Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there was the m- m- latest season of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, we binge watched a whole bunch of different shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one for me that stands out. Mm-hmm. Because again, it's more of the action genre, and there's some like good. I don't know. It, it's it, for me. It's kind of like you don't have to really think about it. It's kind of like a popcorn mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. but it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. Is a uh, Reacher? Yeah. Uh, with that big ass dude. Um, what's his name? He played Alan. He, uh, Aaron. Alan. Alan. Richard, Alan, Rick, Alan, Alan Richardson. Alan Richardson. Yeah. He played. Um, he played a uh, hawk mm-hmm. on uh, the Teen Titans. And then he was also in that Blue Mountain State. He played a meathead football player. Him? Really? Yeah. He had a bit of a... Was it his name like Thad or something? What? Thad. Oh, Fad. Or Thad. <laughs> anyway, I mean, like, he had a little bit of Blue Mountain State when he was playing Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he looks like a bro, like uh, a bro kind of guy. Yeah. If you look at him. But he, honestly, would be one of my top picks to play the next Batman if they did a, mm-hmm. a, a DCEU. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. My favorite would it be Joe Manganiello, mm-hmm. but still, it goes to what you were saying. They don't do any quick cuts. If you watch the TV show, mm-hmm. he's a he's a mountain of a man, mm-hmm. and he uh, he, he shows it. Mm-hmm. You know, the he's physical because I don't know if you've seen the Reacher movies. Uh, uh, I haven't. I've heard of them. I haven't seen them. But and starring I've, that mountain of a man. Well, yeah. Well, that you know, that's the funny part is that I've heard about the books. Haven't read them yet, but heard about them, and I've learned that. Tom Cruise is the complete opposite of what how Reacher looks in the books because Reacher is supposed to be like basically Colossus from the X Men. He is supposed to be a mountain of a man. He's supposed to be. He's described as being six foot, uh, six foot three, six five the afro. Six, <laughs> six foot three, two hundred and fifteen to two hundred twenty five pounds. So so peak Brock Lesnar. Right. So yeah. he looks like you know a giant. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, Tom Cruise, not so much. Yeah, but this dude, Alan, uh, Alan, uh, wow, Jesus, Alan, uh, Richardson. Na- names we, are hard. It's Richardson. We were saying yeah. Richardson, but Richardson. it's Richardson. Yeah, he is a mountain dude. The mm-hmm. guy is fucking just huge. He's like, uh, I think he's six two. 185 but mm-hmm. it's just ripped mm-hmm. uh and so he looks like he could hurt you 
I love the one scene. Mm-hmm. There's an episode in the recent season mm-hmm. where this biker club comes up to them, mm-hmm. him and his group, because he runs he's he runs a MP group, uh, but they're like a special force MP group from mm-hmm. the military. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're not in the military anymore. So they're mercs, mercs. No, not really. But anyway, they're 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 investigating this dude, and this biker club comes up, mm-hmm. and the guy goes, "Give us your guns." And he's like, "Oh, you're gonna kill us silently, so you know, no gunshots." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Yeah, so and so told us to." kill you well no yeah they told us to kill you stabbing you make it quiet he goes oh did they also tell you you're gonna die tonight <laughs> and it's like baller line bro his lines are like that yeah. like there's a scene where he's at a AT- he's at an atm waiting in line and the lady in front of him shaking she's getting her money out and he goes don't turn around he goes that's your van over there she goes yes he goes are you being carjacked yeah okay he goes wait here he walks over to her car, pulls the guy out, and beats the shit out of nice. him. I gotta start watching this, dude. This yeah. show is so fucking good, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it's it, it's like, dude, the guy's like an unstoppable fucking beast. And mm-hmm. but the thing is, he's he's really quirky too because mm-hmm. like, he goes and buys a suit like a tuxedo because they're doing this thing. Mm-hmm. And his guy goes, "Where's your clothes?" He goes, "I throw them in the trash." Mm-hmm. He goes, "Why?" He goes, "He goes won't need them." He goes, you carry you you carry too many stuff. You start buying more stuff, then you need a place to put it. Then you need to live somewhere. Someone's I'm, playing a lot of Skyrim. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I was like, whoa. Yeah, he's a very he's minimalist. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like he gets blood on his shirt after he beats up the carjacker. He goes back into the thrift store. He goes, I need a new jacket. Got blood on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> he, he's just so matter of fact. It's so funny, dude. Right. Yeah, I think you would enjoy the show. Right on. And like, oh bro, they show some brutal shit too. Like mm-hmm. the guy goes to throw a punch at him. Mm-hmm. He grabs the guy's arm and f- elbows. His arm, arm breaks it. Elbows like the uh, the wrist or like the elbow. No, no, the arm at the elbow. He oh, breaks those it. are those are great. Yeah. yeah, and and it shows the reality of how you fight in mm-hmm. like special force types. But because mm-hmm. a lot of them, they're fighting his well, his people. Mm-hmm. They don't use their fist. Yeah, they use a lot of their forearms or their palm. Yeah, yeah. because. If you try to punch somebody enough times, if you fight enough people, you're going to break your hand. Right. So use a lot more of the forearm. Mm-hmm. I just, I like the way the show's filmed. I like the way the show's written. Yeah. It's Honestly, just good. I, want, I saw one clip of him as Reacher from right. the show and everything. And let me tell you, I would like to see him as Guile if they were to make a Street Fighter, <laughs> either a movie or a series. I, mean, I can see him as Guile. I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Those arms like throwing sonic booms and everything. Yeah, sonic boom. Yeah. No, he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. So uh, my pick for a TV show for 2023, um, it's uh, American Born Chinese. It's a Disney Plus exclusive, and it's a, um adaptation or inspired by the uh, classic Chinese novel, uh, Journey to the West. Uh, monkey and, King. Yep, the Monkey King. Uh, quick uh, note for the folks uh, listening. So Journey to the West is um, basically, you know, the... F- I see it as like the first Chinese superhero story. Um, Sung Wukong, um, the Monkey King, has all these incredible powers. And he uh, basically, that story is what inspired uh, Dragon Ball. Uh, yeah. yeah but, uh, and um, that started out as like an adaptation of Journey to the West. So with this story, um, it's um, the main character is this um, young Taiwanese um, American boy. Um, his parents are uh, Taiwanese immigrants. And it's like a coming of age story. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's just like, you know, in high school, he wants to be the popular guy, the big man on campus, as they say in the Brady Bunch. And he um, tries out for the soccer team. So he's more worried about, um, you know, what's it called? Like um, what, looking cool in school and everything. And so here comes this um, um, uh, this um, a Chinese exchange student uh, named Wei Chen. 
And at first he's um unassuming like you know, you know regular Chinese kid. Right. He just so happens to be in dis- in disguise um the son of Wu uh, Sun Wukong, aka the Monkey King. Oh, is that the one where you told me where it was kind of racist? Where you go, oh, you, you're friends, right? Well, you're yeah, both Chinese. Yeah. So in the in the in the show, um, when um the main character, his name is his name is uh, Jin Wong. So when Jin and Wei Chen meet, they're um the principal. Um, who is like, you know, you know, your typical suburban, like white soccer mom, right. Pairs them up because like, Oh, you should show them around and everything. And they kind of dwelve into that. They actually kind of be like, because he's Asian, but also they also tap into racism against, uh, Asian Americans or Asians in, uh, in general. Right. Um, so the story is, is that Wei Chen, he had a dream that the mythical fourth scroll can stop a uprising against heaven against the bull demon. And so it, the dream told him that an ordinary teenager is destined to aid him in, in his search. Wait, they got a bull man up in there? A what now? They got a bull man up in there? The bull demon. The bull demon? The bull demon's the bull up in there. Demon. The bull demon, the goddess of mercy, who's played by Michelle Yeoh. Um, she comes with Wei Chen as, and poses as like his, as his uh, auntie and everything. Oh, yeah? And, um, oh, Daniel Wu, um, Sonny from uh, Into the Badlands. Can you woo, woo, woo? Yep. Um, <laughs> Sung, he plays Sung Wu Kong, the Monkey King. No way. Oh, yeah. Dude, this cast is awesome. Oh, and Jonathan K. Kwan, um, a.k.a. Short Round. Also, uh, Wayman from uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Well, he's also now from Low Key. He, oh, yeah. He was um, uh, Ouroboros or OB. Um, yep. You done with OB? Yep. And, well, he his, um, his story runs parallel to the story of Wei Chen and Jin uh, because he plays a former actor turned teacher who was basically an Urkel like character on a ni- popular nineties TV show. Right. His name was uh, Freddie Wong and his catchphrase was what could go Wong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're so going to awful. You're, <laughs> you punch a lunch ticket to hell. <laughs> well, well, I, I did the motherfucker that wrote that. You, <laughs> <laughs> you laughed though. It's like, damn it. I mean, shit was funny. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, and honestly, <laughs> he goes like, like, did you hear about that? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that Chinese guy that was always worried about things. Yeah. Yeah. His name was something Ting Wong. Good God. <laughs> Something uh, wrong, right? <laughs> anyway, but anyway, but no, like uh, his story runs parallel with the main story, but um, right. it um, it honestly reflects like Jonathan K. Kwan's actual story because, as we all know, you know he stepped away from acting because he used to act as a child. You know, he was short round in Indiana Jones, yeah, he yeah. was Data in uh, Goonies, and Go- and Goonies, uh, but he stepped away because there was no like you know, actual substantial roles for Asian American actors. <coughs> Racism. Yep, exactly. What? I mean, what? Yep. And so his character is basically him in real life. Like, they wanted to bring him back to do a reboot of the show, which was called Beyond Repair. But he was hesitant about it because he didn't want to do a stereotypical role. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so um, it's just such a, such a great show. It dwells into like you know a really cool um, classic fantasy story, yeah. but also like um, I'm mixes shocked. in. I'm shocked how more progressive that Disney's becoming. Oh, absolutely diverse. Oh, should I say diverse? Diverse, Not, yeah. yeah. But uh, it also taps into like you know a coming of age story, like how like you know we're in high school, we want to be like the popular kid, you know, but we also don't want to forget about our roots. And um, it's I also love that movie. But uh, Roots, yeah. Uh, but also, it was directed by uh, Daniel Destin Cretton, who was the director of uh, Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. 
and Shang-Chi. Yep. And so you got the uh, the crew from like everything, everywhere, and then Shang-Chi coming together, making this awesome show. Nice. And one of the great things about this show is the action, because since it's based on Journey to the West, there's going to be some martial arts action. Because Wei Chen brought the mythical staff, like the Sun Wukong's um, staff, to use to fight the... Um, you know, fight who's creating the uprising right. against heaven. So you get some really cool action sequences and um, it, sh- it looks like Chinese opera, the way they do the sequences and everything. You look like Chinese opera. I take that as a compliment. Chinese <laughs> opera is awesome. <laughs> you don't know how to come at me, do you? <laughs> yeah, well, it was but funny. Yeah. It was funny at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a, honestly, it's a great show. It's got a lot of heart, a lot of great characters. Now, what was it called again? You said uh, American born Chinese. Oh, okay. And honestly, anyone, it's really relatable for folks who are, um, you know, Asian American, but also I would say like who are um, people of color, you know, that have had, um, you know, identity issues, um, you know, growing up in like the suburbs and being like, you know, the kid who's different. Yeah, you know? I mean, so, yeah. I mean uh, all of us, all of us minorities and people of color have always had that one where mm-hmm. you go into like I first experienced it. Well, not first, but I remember experiencing when I moved to Florida mm-hmm. and um uh, if people are like, oh, I know a guy named so and so. Maybe you know him. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. I, I do. All, yeah. all brown people know each other. It's it's insulting too. Like yeah, they're trying is. to be like uh, like trying to get a conversation going. Like they're from Chile. You must be from. Ch- you know us know them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, or like you know when guy when somebody's gay. Like mm-hmm. oh, I have a gay friend. Maybe you know them. Yeah, yeah. We we meet once a month and we all slap dicks. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I, mean, I mean, what are you talking about, right. dude? It's but like, no, the the show does go into like you know, ra- like the casual racism that yeah. Jin and um, Freddie, um, Jonathan K. Kwan's character uh, goes through as well. So well, yeah, it's it's the I, I like to call it the ignorance racism. Yeah, where people you know somebody's black and they go, hey, you like watermelon, right? Mm, right. <laughs> like, motherfucker what did you just say they have a preconceived notion <laughs> yeah based on stereotypes exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly like, i tell you I, I i scare people when i do that when they like well some one time a co-worker mm. hey i locked my keys to cut my car could you help me get them out why because i'm puerto rican i know how to break into your car mm. and like oh my god no i didn't mean that <laughs> just just kidding i do know how though <laughs> <laughs> but yeah honestly i think you would dig it and i have um, to check it out yeah yeah and i do believe that they um that they um what was it uh, that there's going to be a second season, right on, and everything. Well, so, I yeah. Hope so. so yeah, so yeah, American-born Chinese. Speaking of Disney, there's a new show on there too. Um, Percy Jackson, oh, based and on the Olympians, based on the, based on the books and the, the movie. Dude, yeah. we saw the first two episodes. It's legit. It's, mm. it, I mean, it's more of a kids type show, but it's still fucking legit. Right on. Um, you'll like some of the people in there. Dionysus is on there. Uh, the dude that plays Dionysus uh, from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, Pimento. P- yeah, Pimento. Oh, Jason, Jason. I can't pronounce his last name, but yeah. No, I don't think that's it. It's a long last name. <laughs> you don't is. know him? It could be. He goes, you don't know his mama? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it is. And it's actually a pretty good show. It's mm-hmm. uh, Jason Manzazakas, I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, uh, one of your favorites is on there. Megan Mullally. Oh, Mullally. Mullally. Mullally, yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Ron Swanson. Mm-hmm. In real life, Mrs. Ron Swanson. <laughs> and on TV. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, she's in it. So is uh, uh, Glenn Turman. Oh, uh, the colonel from um, from Different World? Yep. Nice. He, he plays a centaur. Oh, right on. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. the kid that plays J- Percy Jackson is from mm-hmm. that, uh, he, he's from that movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds where he meets his younger self. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the some- Adam Project. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Adam Project. I haven't watched that yet. No, it's, it's, I heard it's a really good movie. And, and according to my mm-hmm. kid, who's a huge Percy Jackson book fan, mm-hmm. put it this way, her and her friends started a D&D original game where they're mm-hmm. going to be Percy Jackson That's characters. awesome. And, um, 
he she said he's spot on to what Percy's like in the books because he's like mm. this twelve year old smart ass kid, right? You know that that is kind of like street savvy. Mm-hmm. So, but he's still a nerd mm. that gets picked on mm. and gets bullied because he's a little guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she said no. They they cast, she said they cast it brilliant with him. Mm-hmm. So right but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I look forward to watching the rest of that. I'm gonna check out the one you was talking about yeah, too, and I'll check out uh, Percy Jackson as yeah. well. Dude, and Reacher. you need to watch Reacher. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back. I'm Don of Don's Country Store, where you one stop shop for night crawlers, stink bait, animal calls, fishing license, deer way station, mashed liquor, rocking chairs, and shotguns, fireworks. Berlin's world-famous pies, Civil War memorabilia, reading material, caster all, VHS tapes, and the newest fax and telex machines. We also offer hog feed, chicken feed, and Merlin's hominy grits. We have patriotic items, too. We are the center of a thriving community. Stop by our city spell, Don's Country Store. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. So this is our year in review. Uh, before we all went on break, we were talking about things that we enjoyed for this year, TV and movies. Mm-hmm. But real quick, let's talk about something that you're looking forward to this year. Mm. Oh, oh, wait, you know what I forgot to talk about? I mm. heard that you love the Good Burger too. <laughs> I, I heard that. Is that who, true? Who, who, who told you? What? Who told you? Who told you? Oh, never mind who told me. Is, oh, it, okay. is it true? No, no, mm-hmm. I haven't watched Good Burger two yet. But I'm, honestly, I never thought Good Burger was funny to begin with. I, yeah, I remember you saying that, dude. Yeah, well, it never, well, even as a kid watching all that, I was like, "This shit's this is some weak ass shit. Like, this is stupid." And I laugh at my own farts. So, <laughs> <laughs> and dude, you, okay, the first, the worst two things I've ever seen off of Nickelodeon was mm-hmm. Good Burger. Mm-hmm. Even the movie was awful. Yeah, and then the uh, that that kid, what was his Fred? Oh, you mean oh, Fre- oh, with a high yeah. pitch thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like this YouTube sensation, and they decided to I give him his so own movie. I'm so glad he fucked off the face of the earth. I'm like, what? How did get John Cena to play his father? I don't know. Money. Not, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. John Cena wasn't the John Cena he is today. Mm-hmm. He goes, John Cena would get that role today and be like, motherfucker, you crazy? <laughs> Speaking of Cena, I saw Cock Blockers for the first time recently. I've been meaning to watch that. It's one, actually. actually not awful right <laughs> it's not awful uh it's uh i don't know if it's a judd apatow movie mm-hmm. I, th- I think it is because his wife's in it more than likely it is. yeah <laughs> yeah but you know but i okay so i know about like the, what the movie you're talking about i'm kind of yeah. disappointed that's a comedy because when i heard that john cena was trying to protect his daughter's virginity i was hoping it'd be like taken like commando or, like commando commando he, he, he's just going <laughs> around he, he's just going around house parties like just like punching teenagers yeah, and everything yeah. Remember when I told you that I'd kill you last, Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> I lied. Yo, dude, imagine you're 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 a kid mm-hmm. and you go to pick up your date and John Cena's your father. Oof. He's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, but my, uh, my favorite one was it when he was in a uh, was it a uh, uh, dad's? Mm-hmm. No, no, was it uh, that's my dad or the, the one with a uh, fucking uh, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg? Oh, um, I think it was called. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Yeah. Part two. Yeah. But he goes, oh no! At the end of part one, he goes, oh, you must be. He goes, nope. He just walks right by him. It's John Cena. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, but um, so yeah, so what um, so yeah, so twenty twenty four. What we're looking twenty twenty four. What yeah. you looking forward to, and what you looking forward to in twenty four? Okay, so for movies, so many movies to look forward to. Uh, Deadpool three, of course. Uh, That's my number one. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda four because I love the Kung Fu Panda movies, and uh, this one looks dope. I. 
I, I saw the trailer for it, but I haven't watched it yet. I saw mm-hmm. there is a trailer for it, though. Well, basically... Um, I mean, everybody's back, right? Well, so far, Poe, of course, is yeah. back. Um, and uh, so is Shifu. Uh, I haven't, they haven't shown The Furious 5 yet, uh, but I'm pretty sure they'll be back. But the dude from the villain from the last one, he's back in it, too, though, Yes, uh, Tai Lung. Uh, he's back, yep. and he's actually... It looks like he's going to be making a face turn. And is it, he's uh, a, isn't, isn't it being McShane? That does his voice? It is, yeah. yeah. That's what made the character so dope. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, from the looks of the trailer, we're going to be seeing a face turn from uh, from Tai Lung because the main villain, the chameleon, who's voiced by you know the awesome Viola Davis, yeah. can she can copy the abilities of other kung fu masters by uh, by you know absorbing their abilities. So basically, she's like a mix between Seng Shung, Taskmaster. Oh and, shit! Wow. Yeah, and so she brings back. Um, Wait, who's playing her? Oh, Viola Davis. Oh, okay. So um, she brings back Ian McShane and takes his abilities. Mm. Or not takes his abilities, but copies his abilities. Right, right. Because he's brought back by the spirit realm. Right. And so it's that whole, like, you know, the good guys have to team up with their former um, villains right. to stop, like, um, a common evil or a common enemy. Um, so, um, but yeah, so the um, Jonathan K. Kwan. He's going to be in it as um, Han. He's in everything now. Yeah, he's going to be the leader of a den of thieves. And I think he's supposed to be um, a pangolin. Uh, a, um, jo- a, Javon a, pe- pe- a pangolin? Yeah, um, I, what was it called? It's basically like a kind of like obscure animal. No, a pangolin? Um, like a pangolin? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, That's the thing that supposedly started COVID. Really? It was a bat or a pangolin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, who else? Aquafina is going to be in there. She oh, plays a uh, fox who's supposed to be a thief and a copy's a uh, Poe. Uh, All right, I guess you're not going to be watching the movie. <laughs> uh, I just, I, I don't, uh, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. I try, you know what it is? I made the mistake of trying to watch that movie, that show she had. Oh, uh, Nora from Queens? Oh, yeah. But so, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. And also, another thing is that he's going to be becoming like a spiritual master. So like, he's actually going to surpass being a, um, the dragon warrior. Hmm. He's going to become a spiritual uh, master. Like how, um, um, how uh, Shifu's uh, teacher was. Right. Yeah. Well, for me, dude, um, I w- I'm looking forward. Actually, they're doing a sequel to gladiator. I heard about that. I'm anticipating that and waiting to see what's going to happen with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's like, eh, it's been so long. It's been bit, uh, I would say like, it's actually be 24 years. Yeah. But Denzel yeah. going to be in it. Oh, is he? Yeah, Denzel. I didn't actually, hear about Denzel that. Denzel's actually, the, I think he plays like a, uh, like um, Omar Sharif was in the first one mm-hmm. where he's like he he runs the uh, the, the 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 gladiators mm-hmm. like he's there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Because like uh, Russell Crowe died at the end. Yep. Spoiler alert. <gasps> How dare you? I'm supposed to say spoiler alert first. <laughs> uh, but then there's like there's Beetlejuice Part Two, mm-hmm. which again I don't know why sequels after so much time. But the one nostalgia I'm lo- fapping. Yeah, the yeah. one I'm looking forward to that I I used to grow up on the TV show, mm-hmm. and I hope they do it justice is Fall Guy. The Fall Guy does look good. It like does. I I, uh, I watched the trailer, and I ain't even really a fan of Baby Goose. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Gosling means Baby I, I, Goose. I, I, I know the joke behind it. It's still funny though. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, so just that one. But what I wanted to take the last couple of seconds to is also mm-hmm. to remember some of the people that we lost this mm-hmm. year. I mean, uh, me personally, I didn't lose anyone. Thank God, mm-hmm. uh, I did. I did gain someone. My grandson was born this right year, on. so I'm blessed by that. Mm-hmm. But um, Andre Brower, 
Oh, that, I'm uh, still reeling from that. Yeah, man. dude, that was the most recent one. But I mean, keep in mind, this year we lost a lot of icons. It was him, mm-hmm. uh, Tina Turner, mm-hmm. um, Richard Roundtree, Ra- Raquel Welch. Mm-hmm. Um, we also lost uh, Pee Wee Herman, Herman. Yep. yep, and Matthew Perry. That one hit me hard too. Yeah, Matthew nobody Perry. saw that coming. Nope. No, no, man. man, I love Chanan Lerbong. Yeah. <laughs> Chanan Lerbong. Yeah. But also speaking of uh, iconic TV uh, characters, yeah. Um, uh, Richard Mall, Bull from Night Court. Yep. Yeah. Um, Ducky, Ducky, David yeah. McCullum, yep. also the AKA, man from Uncle, aka uh, a hip hop legend. Yep. Lisa Marie Presley. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was a so shocker, many. bro. Jim Brown. There were so many, dude. Um. Oh, uh, um, Richard Belzer. The Bells. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that was at the beginning. It was so long ago. At the beginning of the year it seemed like another year. Yeah. Uh, but it was still 2023. Yep. Alan but, Arkin. Uh, yep. Uh, Harry Belafonte. Oh, Harry. So many icons, dude. Oh, um. The, Norman Lear. The Bells, man. The Bells. Yeah. yeah Normally, Bob Barker mm-hmm. at 100. Uh, of course, also Betty White. Mm-hmm. That wasn't Betty White this no, year? Betty no, Betty White was, was last 20, year. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. But, um, like I said, it was just so many icons this year. Though. Uh, Pat e. Richard John- Mall. Yeah. Bull. Pat, uh, Pat E. Johnson, he was the, um, what was it? He was the uh, stunt coordinator for the Karate mm-hmm. Kid. Burt Bacharach. Yeah. You know? Burt Bacharach. So, Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Burt Bacharach. <laughs> Dude, man. Yeah, Richard Rancher. You said Richard Rancher, right? Yeah, yeah. Shaft. Mm-hmm. Wow. Probably going to the pearly gates with his theme song playing. <laughs> uh, Lisa Loring, mm-hmm. aka Wednesday Adams, the original Wednesday yeah. Adams. Cindy Williams, mm-hmm. Jerry Springer, dude. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Jerry Springer. There was mm-hmm. so many. Jimmy Buffett. You know, he mm-hmm. he made his way down to Margaritaville. Yeah. Paulie, Burt mm-hmm. Young, uh, Paulie, aka Burt Young. Mm-hmm. Harry Belafonte, dude. You know what's funny? Mm. There's so many people who know Harry Belafonte, but they don't know Harry Belafonte. Well, yeah, because they heard his music yep. and they can pinpoint his music, but they never could attach oh, no. the face. Some of them they don't even know his music. Oh, Harry yeah. Belafonte. They go, who? And yeah. You go, the song from Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the yeah. He, I, honestly, I would say he was like the early Usher of his day and everything, yep. because like the ladies. Oh, dude, he was ladies oh, yeah. all about the Belafonte. Oh, yeah, dude, his his daughter was gorgeous too. Oh, Sherry Belafonte. Sherry Belafonte Harper. Yeah, yeah she was yeah. on that one. Show. It was the Aaron Spelling show. Was it like Hotel or something? Yep. Or, yeah. Yep. Oh, dude, John Beasley died too. Mm-hmm. The um, oh, so, guy, he he's that light skinned brother, the character actor that was he played a dad in a oh, lot of different and shows. And today just announced uh, Tom Wilkinson, um, who was the. Um, he was in the movies The Patriot, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, he passed away as well. Wow. Yeah. The, Tina Turner was a big one too, and mm-hmm. fucking Tony Bennett. Yeah. Tony oh, Bennett. Tony. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I love my heart mm-hmm. in San Francisco. But yeah. So, but yeah, we lost a lot of icons, yep. but you know their impact is still gonna stay with us. And Honestly, they think the one that hit me the hardest. Mm-hmm. Oh, the mom from. Uh, uh, Christmas story too. Oh, Melinda. Yep. Yeah. She, you know, but the one that I think hit me the most hardest was, uh, had to be, um, uh, Matthew Perry. Yeah. Yep. And we also lost the Lance new, Reddick. Yep. Yeah. No, but for me, it was Matthew Perry. I don't know mm-hmm. about for you because I mean, he was a big part of my mm-hmm. early adulthood and yeah. he was my favorite part of friends. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, it friends is hot and cold. Like people yeah. love it or they don't like it. Um, for me, yeah. he was the best part of that show. Like he was the fun. Yeah. He made you laugh mm-hmm. all the time. For me, it was it was a tie. Um, Richard Roundtree mm-hmm. and Andre Brower, um, uh-huh. both like incredible black icons. Andre Brower, because he looked like your dad. Well, yeah, and honestly, <laughs> that's what scared me more. It was like you know seeing like his like um 
his like uh, years that he lived and everything. Yep. Bro, but, I mean, but he, no. he ain't much older than me. Yeah. But also, aside from like looking like a dad, he was just such a dynamite actor, yep. man. Like he was so great, like, you know, uh, in um, Homicide Life on the Street. Yep. Um, what was it? There was this one show, um, Married Men or something like that. It was with him, Scott Bakula, yes. and Ray Romano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That he actually was, show was underratedly it, funny. The, it was underrated. Yep. But dude, when he was like Captain Holt in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. He was incredible. He, yep. he was so fucking funny, dude. Him and him and uh, Andy Samberg, their last uh, interaction together on the show was the best one. He's sitting at yeah. his desk. He goes, "Name of your sex tape?" Because did I get that right? He goes, "You got it perfect." That was beautiful. that was the way to end it. Yeah. it was like, oh. And of yep. course, uh, Richard Roundtree. You know, growing up watching black exploitation movies, yep. he was a hero. He like he was like one of the, like a, a black hero. Like he gave you confidence. Yep. Like when you heard the theme song from Shaft. Like you were, you were given like this new strength. It was almost like, you know, who you were given like man? a super yep. saying boost and everything. Like, who is the man? But yeah, so, those, so Damn rest man. in peace to all the icons yep. and, um, you know, hopefully like, you know, 2024 would be a good year. Um, who knows what we, what to expect. Well, my hope is for this year that we get, uh, a, uh, our, our our little fan base as it is mm-hmm. helps us expand further mm-hmm. uh, and gets the word out. Um, mm-hmm. We want to continue to do this. Uh, right now, we just lost our studio space, but yeah. we're hoping to get something up and running soon. But you guys are helping us, like just by uh, you know by tuning in, listening. You yep. you guys are the lifeblood. Yep. You know. All right, man. But well, any parting words before we go ahead and uh, close up? Have a happy and safe 2023. Every um, you know, into the new year. Have a ha- uh, safe and happy new year. Um, watch out for like drunk drivers and people that like to shoot up in the air. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you experienced that last year, huh? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but but anyway, but like you know, 2023. It's been seeing you. 2024. Let's see what you got. Yep. For me, um, I want to. I just like I said, I look forward to everybody and, and meeting new people and getting new things done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, as always, we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Go ahead and follow us on social media. We are at the Minorities Report and Minorities Report 2.0. Listen to us at anywhere where podcasts available. If you listen to us on Apple, go ahead and drop us a review. Uh, we are also available on YouTube. Go check out our YouTube channel. Of course, it's the Minorities Report. Mm-hmm. And remember, also our follow, our follow us on our uh, backup TikTok account at the at the Minorities Report 2.0. For myself and Jay Shell, we will ship. You know what, asshole? Call nine one one now. Call nine one one now. <laughs>